Are you ready to unleash your full potential and unlock your passion to fully experience the joy that life has to offer you? Well, grab your phone, pen, and paper and turn up your radio as we experience Joyful Journeys with Moot Heteru. Happy Sunday, Joyful Journey family members. It's Moo Hedaru, and I am happy to be here with you on another joyful Sunday. How y'all doing out there this Sunday? I hope that you all have had an amazing week and have been able to really celebrate and enjoy being surrounded by love and been able to really express your gratitude, your gratitude for those around you, for those loved ones, the, the gratitude that you share in your home, those grati- that gratitude that just come innately, that just washes over your spirit sometimes. I hope you are able to give and receive in that fair exchange of energy during this season. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone Um who celebrated my birthday with me last week. Thank you all for being a part of such a wonderful time in my life. And I am going to continue to ride on that energy of transformation, that number five energy. And I hope you are able to get, find out what your your number is, right? Based off of your birthday. If you were not able to do that, please, Connect with us on Instagram at Finding Divinity One. I will make sure that I share that numerology or the numbers associated with that numerology on our Instagram page. But I want to know, I want to lift something up this week, y'all, that we're going to talk about. I want us, we talked about it briefly last week, but I want to take a step deeper into the season that we're in because you know I like to I like for us to understand what seasons we're in cosmically astrologically um the season that we're in in our personal lives and again how we can utilize that energy for our benefit and how we can maximize that energy for our benefit, again, to help us heal from daily life experiences. Daily life experiences or just life's journey. So I want to go back to a point, And y'all just follow me, just follow me, just ride with me. You know, when I talked about grief, I touched on grief a little bit and how losing letting go of something you can there's a blessing in letting go right there's a blessing in letting go but how do we get to letting go of the grief that we may hold so near and dear to us because of the impact that it had on us the effect that it had on us and we may not be in that space of being able to say, all right, Muheteru, I know you said there's healing or blessings on the other end of letting go of that grief, but how do I right now when 
I feel it so close to my spirit because of the season that we're in. We're in a season of family. And I miss those things about my family. I may miss a loved one. I may miss a person um, who did something special around this time. I may miss that. I, I, I may miss being able to share in experiences or conversations with someone so that grief is so close as if you are experiencing it for the first time and you begin to mourn again. I want us to talk about that on a deeper level today, but you always know that whatever we talk about and whatever level we talk about it at, there's always room for healing. So as we dive into this discussion, I want us to go into this space with a open mind and an open heart to receive and to receive that messages or those messages that are meant for us, right? And those are the things that connect, that we remember, that we put in the forefront of, of our mind. It's like, oh, wait, no, that resonates with me. Let me write that down. Or, oh, no, you know, I heard that before. Or what did she say again? I want us to be open and begin to utilize this space of newness, of transformation. And yes, we may feel that grief close to us as if we can reach out and touch it, smell it, see it. But I want us to always stay rooted in the concept of healing and accepting that healing is for us, okay? So we have on one end, the acknowledgement that the grief may be there. But then on the other end, we have the openness to healing. So that's that balance, that dichotomy, that balance of, of how we are going to utilize this space to heal, okay? So, what I want us to do, I want us to get in the spirit of, of conquering, get in the spirit of resiliency, get in the spirit of healing, but still knowing what's in our, our backpack, with the, the thing that we're going to talk about today. So that's the music that I'm going to share. And this song helps me understand that there is blessings in letting go. All right, y'all. So I want y'all, while we taking this break, again, I want us to, I want our energy to be full. I want us to see vibrancy and feel vibrancy as we talk about something that is so important in us experiencing our life and this journey. So get your pen, your paper, your notebook, whatever you are using today to take notes, y'all. We are working today. We will be doing some discussions today. And I want our minds and our hearts and our spirits to be open to receive that which is most beneficial for us. And I want to make sure we're taking our water break. So get y'all some water and let's join 
and receiving the message that's for us. I'll see you on the other end of the break. That's all right, you. I must 
music just does something right it is a a healing tool and i like to use music to inspire and relate to the things that we are talking about and it really helps me get into the mindset of the discussion and certain songs do certain things for different people right and that is one song that is a part of my childhood and it it gives me so much uh it fills my cup with resiliency it helps me understand that i come from or helps me understand where i come from and it affirms to me that i can i can i can whatever i can and put whatever else at the end of that statement it affirms to me that when i hear that music um or when i hear that song it it, it just resonates with me in a much different way and i hope that by sharing that song it helped to prepare for this discussion that we're going to have about grief because we know that grief is real and that grief may be our point of access to self-healing grief may have been what started us on a journey of wanting to experience different but not really understanding how can I experience different who can I turn to what can I read what can I do what you know you just in a moment of questioning because you held or are or is are holding or you're still holding that grief so close to you as if you could reach out and touch it as if it is something that is sitting right in front of you as if grief is a friend whom you could reach out and hold his hand and you've been walking with this friend because although it's uncomfortable the weight of this friend is heavy because you holding and you pulling it's normal for you because you've been holding it for so long so what I want us to do today is really look at that right and I want us to understand something as we had this conversation that healing from grief or the loss of someone or something so special to you takes time there is no timeline to say you're going to experience this on this day you're going to experience this within this amount of time because the healing cycle is a journey there are stages 
that you may go through. And once you think you're through one stage, you may double back and go back and say, oh, no, this friend is still here. It's heavy or the heaviness or we're going to call grief that friend. It may present during certain times. They may come to visit during certain times of the year, the season. And I want us to be able to, when they present, be able to have a way in which to see them, address them, and start where we are at that moment with them. But I want us to understand first and foremost that this is a process. And at any time, this process becomes so heavy where you feel it impacts the way that you run your life on a daily basis. If that friend comes back and it stops you from getting out of bed, it stops you from having a desire to go to work, it stops you from having a desire. It, it sends you back into the cave or it sends you into the cave. Y'all know that cave that I'm talking about. That cave that we talk about. That cave where you don't see the light. Hope isn't peering its sun or rays of sunshine on you. And you feel closed in. I want you to know. And I want you to be able to reach out to someone we could reach out to someone greater than us but I want you to reach out to someone and ask for help if there's no one around you to do that I want to put the number or I am going to share this number of mobile crisis where you could talk to someone that number is 216 623 Five, five, again, two one six, six two three, six five, five five. Now, that is a local number. For those of us who need assistance and are not here locally I am going to make sure I share that number with you because no matter where you are there's assistance there's assistance no matter where you are okay so I want to make sure for those that are local 216 623 six five 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 and i am going to make sure i share that other number with those who may not be in a space to where and there's a there there is a 24-hour crisis intervention line um but i'm going to make sure i want to share i want to share the right number for you for those of us who may not be in the Cleveland, Ohio area or within that. But if you are or if you're not, you can call that number 
and they will link you to the support that you need no matter where you are okay so i want us to just think about think about where you are in your grief and if you are not feeling grief i want you to look at it from the lens of assisting or recognizing someone else's journey with their grief okay i want you to see how someone else could be folding in that space and when there is a time to get help so always here we are this is the oh excuse me the national helpline number okay that is 1-800-662-4357 so it is 1-800-622-HELP h-e-l-p or 1-800-662-4357 that is a 24 hour seven days a week 365 days a year um phone number to get the access that you need for help okay family so as we are talking about grief and your journey in healing or someone else's journey in healing where we may be walking beside them as another friend to offer them support when that grief becomes heavy i want you to know first and foremost that what grief does it reveals to us that we have an opportunity to heal it reveals to us that at any time throughout our journey we can we can be feeling that heaviness but we can also open up space to feel the desire of lightness of lightness meaning that that grief isn't making your chest hurt it's not feeling heavy it's not stop it's not debilitating your thoughts it's not debilitating your actions you see it meaning that you understand that yes some days my grief or my longing to see my loved one to hear my loved one's voice sometimes it does impact my mood but or no buts no buts because but negates whatever i just said whatever you say before but negates it so I sometimes miss someone's voice or someone's presence in my life. And 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 look y'all let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Grief doesn't have if you are missing someone in your life, that doesn't mean that they have had to transition from this physical plane. They could just not be a part of your life. We talked about that, right? We talked about there's different ways in which we grieve. There's different things that which we let go. Some people choose to be removed from our lives or sometimes we choose to have people removed from our lives 
And sometimes that grief of their absence or that feeling of loss, because that's what grief is, the deep, deep, deep feeling of loss. Sometimes that sits, settles in a way in which it impacts us. So when it impacts us, first, being consciously aware that this is what I'm feeling helps you call it out. It helps you understand why am I feeling this way? Because when we don't understand what, why our actions, when we don't have that connection between our mind, our thoughts, and our spirit, it causes confusion in our body. And our body starts to try to figure out, all right, what's going on? Am I sick? Am I losing my mind? Like, what's happening to me? I am changing. And when it goes in that back thought, and we don't call it out as this is why I'm feeling this way, it starts to present in our bodies physically. I'll give you an example. Real life, y'all. This is what kicked off my journey to self-healing. I talk about this often. The loss of my parents. I lost my father first, or I'll say transition, whichever word you feel comfortable with, right? When my father passed away, it kick-started. Things were happening, you know, but I had to keep going. I wasn't able to put a pause in my life to say, you know what? You just lost your father or your father just transitioned. And it brought up these feelings because I had to keep going. And then a year and a half later, two years, my mom passed away. And I was in a cave because of all that grief from the loss that was in process began to show up and it began to show up in ways in which that were frightening for me and I didn't know what I was feeling the confusion that I was feeling why every time I saw an ambulance my body would just go chaotic or I saw a hearse my my, my hands would go numb my face would go numb I had no clue what was happening to me months, a year after my mom passed. Because sometimes we think that once we honor that person's legacy, honor their life by celebrating them, we all good and fine. We can go on with our life. But when we don't understand where we are sitting with the grief, of not having that person because we got to keep going on to go on. Your body starts to feel what you are ignoring. And it starts to show up in different ways. Sometimes people have night terrors. They can't go to sleep. Panic attacks, not knowing what's happening. Some people, the, the, develop high blood pressure because they you know, lifestyle changes so to be on the journey of accepting the first thing we have to do is acknowledge that grief is with us 
we can't ignore it. It can't be the elephant in the room. It can't be things that people whisper about that we don't feel comfortable talking about or identifying. First step is acknowledging that. And once you acknowledge that, there comes the potential of knowing that, wow, this is what I'm feeling. This is why this is happening. It opens the opportunity to feel a different way because you are consciously aware of why this is happening. Okay? So once you identify why this is happening, the next thing you can do is understand that this not going I don't have to feel this way forever. I I don't have to feel this way forever or I won't feel this way forever. This is what I feel right in this moment. This is what I have been feeling for the past year. And now I want to uncover and I want to unleash and I want to shed this feeling or these actions one step. And then you have the ability to think about what is this lingering grief? If it's something that's lingering, if it's been years, or if it's a, a, that friend that comes knocking on the door at this time of year, what is this preventing me from doing? How is this stopping me? What am I doing? And what is my heart feeling at the moment when it presents itself? And when you recognize that, I want you to immediately send yourself some compassion and let yourself know that it is okay to feel this because on the other side of this feeling comes growth. Now, if you want to explore um, some of the things that we talk about like different modalities of healing at that moment you are you are feeling that way and you're sending yourself come some compassion I want you to envision yourself in a soft pink light if you are feeling that grief in your stomach in your chest in your neck your head wherever you are feeling that tension because again our bodies tell the story of our hearts and our mind, wherever you are feeling that, I want you to envision, use the power of your mind's eye to see a soft pink hue of light. Feel that space. And as you see that soft pink hue of light, feel that space. I want you to breathe that light in and out. And I want you to send yourself some loving thoughts or if you can't if you like okay I can just see the light just see the light and see it circling around that space until that heaviness passes that is you showing yourself some compassion and after you show yourself some compassion energetically I want you to write down a compassionate thought for yourself. Even if that compassionate thought for yourself is, I will be okay. Wherever you are, 
in that space, in that moment, I want you to write down a compassionate thought for yourself. That compassionate thought is being said in the positive. It is affirming a positive thought. You can say, I am sending myself compassion. That could be your statement. Or I understand this healing takes time. Gentleness is my friend. I forgive myself. Those are all statements of compassion. And I want you to write that down. There was during my time of healing. And y'all, I can see it. I can feel it. I could go back into that moment, into that cave that I was in. And I remember one day looking over because I couldn't get out of bed. I don't know how long I had been in bed. And I looked over on my dresser and it was something wrote in there. I don't, I don't, I guess it was wrote in pencil. I don't know. But it said, I love you. And I said, oh my gosh. Y'all, that was the moment when I got out of bed and I realized that I had to keep living because there were other people in this space that needed something that my mother and my father had given to me. And that, that, that little word, I love you, that little phrase changed the trajectory of my healing. And years later, I found out that that note that was left for me wrote in our nightstand was left by my husband because he walked alongside of me in my grief. But the only person I saw beside me was my grief. So where you are, whether you are walking along someone who can't really see you, but you see them in their space, but all they see is that other person, that, that grief friend and friend in grief, keep walking alongside of that person because you're important. If you are the person who is right in the midst of grief and you only see the friend of grief, I want you to turn your head to look because there's other people supporting you in your journey. I want us to utilize, I want us to take a break and I want us to utilize this break to think about where we are. Are we the person that is supporting someone? And think about the ways in which you provide them support along their journey, how you offer them compassion or help them offer themselves compassion. And if you are the person who is experiencing that deep heaviness of grief, I want you to identify those. I want you to turn your head to be able to identify and look around and see, wow, these people have been walking with me. And this is what they, this is how they've been helping me. So I want us to use this moment as a point of reflection. I'll see you on the other end of the break.
that message and really grow from or knowing that we grow from every experience that we have in this life every experience that we had good bad or indifferent it offers us an opportunity to grow and as we explore this next part of our journey together y'all right I want us to think about, explore what we talked about, maybe, I don't know, a few weeks ago, maybe. But the opportunity of going into expanding ourselves and expansion. Yeah, expanding ourselves on what it is that we want to expand upon in our life. And what is it that we want to grow in our life? But understanding where we are in our current space. And if 
this space of grief, I want us to look at it to say, where is it limiting us? Where is this grief? How is this grief impeding our growth, our progress? And why? Because there comes the blessing of letting go. Now, letting go, because I've, I've had this experience, letting go of your grief does not mean that you no longer honor or you're no longer honoring the memory or you're forgetting about your loved one. That is not the case. That is not the case because what? In our, I'm going to go a little deep. In our, think about old school, y'all, right? For some, it's a practice of their culture. For some, it's just things that we do, but we don't have names to it. But it's just something that we do. But for people who may practice it as a form of their daily walk in life, their um, their spiritual journey, it's called ancestral reverence. But for others, it's just called this. This is what we do. We are we we identify and highlight those things about our loved ones that have gone on and y'all i keep i'm gonna keep saying this because i have to keep saying it for somebody to get it right there's a reason in which i keep saying this if you are feeling heavy in your grief light a candle and talk to that person as if it, they're sitting right next to you or sitting right in front of you if you need to close your eyes you close your eyes and you envision that person and not that part of grief, but you envision that person sitting in front of you. And as you close your eyes and you see them, you feel connected to the happiness and joy that they offered you in life. You may sit with a moment of grief, of like, I miss you. I need you here. You may say that. But as soon as those things come out, I want you to then talk to them and you tell them how much you love them, how much you are keeping their memories alive or how much you see them and the people that are around you. Oh, you know, I saw the smile that you used to give me, that little smirk, that grin. I saw it on my grandbaby's face the other day. And in that moment, I was reminded of you. Because although they are not here with us as themselves, there's remnants of them that remain throughout. And let, well, let's go scientific because we all in the same bloodline. So the same DNA, a piece of that DNA that was in 
your mother, your grandmother, whom you may miss, your children, you still carry. So there's a piece of you that holds them physically because we're still connected. There's a piece of you that physically holds them within you, not just in your thought process, but in the blood that runs through your veins. There's a piece of you. Excuse me. Yes, yes. There's a piece of you that houses them. So you may not see them with your physical eye, but you still feel them in your blood. You see them across your bloodline and you hold their memory, that image of them in your mind and in your heart. So as we explore, as we go towards, as we go towards, that's the word I'm looking for. As we send ourselves compassion during these moments of grief, as we send ourselves hope during these moments of grief, because we have to be hopeful to see the light outside of the dark tunnel. I want you to choose how you are going to honor them this season where you may feel your grief heavy. Decide what tradition do I want to implement or do I want to keep? Or what tradition do I want to change? Like, okay, mama used to make that sweet potato pie, but she always burnt it because she put too much sugar in it. I'm going to I'm going to perfect mama's recipe. Could you ever put too much sugar in something? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but really, what what do you want to keep and what do you want to change? You have that autonomy to make that decision because it's a way of you still honoring them and to cope with the their absence or the absence. Okay. Find a way to honor them, their memory. Find a way to honor their memory, whether it be putting on their apron or getting an apron like theirs that they used to do, that they used to wear when they were performing a task. So you can get that concept of feeling close to them. I know that what I'm going to do, I'm going to play music that would have been played, that they would have played during these times. So I can get a sense and go back into my memory, my recall, so I can see them, so I can get a sense of feeling them. So then I can share their wisdom with my extended family. And... Think about a way in which you can honor someone else who may be walking or have walked in the, the moment of grief with you. So if that is sending them a note, a text message, a phone call, a shout out hey I'm thinking about you 
you know, this is our season. I want you to do that. If it's writing them a letter and never giving it to them because you're not at that stage yet, I want you to do that. If you need to write your loved one that you miss a letter, I want you to do that too. Hey, if you can go and deliver the message to them by visiting wherever they may be memorialized, that's always a good thing to do. Bring them their favorite piece of candy, a favorite fruit they may have had, and you leave it there as a gift to them in honor of their memory. Some of us like to make charitable contributions. Make a, make a donation to a charity in their honor. That is a way to help continue their memory. Wherever you are, whether you are, we're going to call you a grief support partner, or you are the person experiencing grief, or if you're serving in both roles, I want you to identify a way in which you are using this season to help you cope with the loss because there's growth and opportunity for growth no matter where you are in experiencing that loss okay family and I want us to feel encouraged that we can do this I want us to feel encouraged and understanding that when these feelings come up, it's okay to feel this way. It's not okay for us to stay in that deep, dark cave and not interact, but it's okay to feel the loss or grieve the loss of someone or something because there's growth in that opportunity we get we get to come back we get to bounce back and honor them and know that you are not alone in your journey of healing if you feel you are alone in your journey of healing and it comes as an overwhelming feeling for you i want you to call if you are local i want you to call 216 623 6555 216-623-5525 If you are not local I want you to connect with 1-800-662 four three five seven because there's always support there's always someone who's able to provide you with support we are not in this alone we are not in our healing process alone okay family so if no one else has told you i'm going to tell you i love you and i appreciate you 
And I am so grateful for the opportunity that we have every Sunday to come connect, to feel, to grow deeper, to do more, to grow and heal together. And in honor of today, and in honor of our continued healing, and y'all know what I said, I'm going to play songs that that resonate with helping, helping heal, right? I want y'all to vibe with me. And I want you to vibe with your healing. You know how to reach me at Finding Divinity on, Finding Divinity number one on Instagram. Message me. Visit us. Commune with us. Talk to us. Reach out to us. All right, family, because you are loved and together we heal the world, not just ourselves. We heal ourselves first, but together we heal the world. No one else has told you. I love you. And until next week, Shamima Tep, go in peace. Never could have made it without you. I would have lost it all. But now I see how you were there for me and I can say never would have made it never could have made it without you I would have lost it all but now I see how you were there for me and I can say I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm better, much better. When I look back over all you brought me through, I can see that you
somebody just need to testify to somebody next to them. Tell them. I'm a strong.